The Happy Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. So I hate to start out on a negative note, but oh, no. it's fucking hot. Dude, oh, I, had is a, that what you I got pissed off on the way home. Had a uh, rough day. Was on my way home. Took the back way home yeah. through Della Plain. I like, love that way. Was like, man, I've got a couple of beers at the house, but it's podcast night. I need a couple more beers. So I usually stop at Dollar General there in Oak Grove. Uh, but for some reason, tonight, I, there's a new Jordan's there in Oak Grove, just north of Oak Grove. Really? What? Yep. Okay. Oh, I know oh, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I stopped in there, went in, got me one of those big, like, 32-ounce uh, Milwaukee's High Life, the champagne hell, of hell, beers. Hell yeah. Took it up there, waited in line. They were slow. Took it up there. The guy scans it, gets my ID, and then he tries to start scanning my ID. And I'm oh, like, dude, no. my ID won't scan. I'm like, it's broke. I've had it for three or four years. It won't scan. The whole time, he's just like, bark, 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 bark. I'm like, bro, it won't scan. It's broke. Finally, he's like, well, we have a policy here. If we can't scan your ID, I can't sell you alcohol. Oh, my God. And I wanted to be like, okay, I get that. Fucking look at me. Do I look like I'm 20? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I said, dude, he's like, man, I apologize. I wasn't going to be a dick because it wasn't his fault. Rules is rules. I was like, I get it. I went and put it back in the little cooler, drove down to Dollar General. They just looked at it and go like, yeah, cool. Yeah, right, you know? yeah. Right. So anyway, evidently that's a new thing because the little my little friend at Come and Go told me that they're fixing to have to start doing that too. Well, let me tell you something. That is a thing because I went over to Kennett because my marijuana license has, or well, it did, it lapsed. So I had to get it renewed, and through that whole time, it was about a 14-day period where I didn't have it. So I just drove over to Kennett. Cause Easy shit, fix. Yeah. Recreationally legal over there. So we just drove up in there. I walked in, gave him my license. Same thing. They scanned it, scanned it, and scanned it, scanned it. She even tried another guy to scan it, and he was like, nah, man, we can't take it. I was like, What? I was like, it's valid. It says expires, blah, 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 blah. It shouldn't, no. I think it, expiration date should be when the motherfuckers can't scan it is when it's expired because apparently you can't use it. So I actually had to send Stacy in to go, <laughs> to go buy my products. Well, a lot, of, a, lot of that, a lot of that stuff, you know, on one hand... I can understand it some on the people that, you know, hey, they've got their damn rules. They're working there. They just don't want to get fucking fired and fined and all this. And that's why I wasn't and, an asshole. And I know guy. they crack down on this shit. But at the same time, it's amazing how then on the other hand, there's some people that just don't give a fuck. They just don't. Like, for instance, I was just telling Melissa this the other day. I said, I think I'm just going to start, which I don't mind getting carded and everything, but... It bothers me that I've gotten carded more. I'm 37. I've gotten carded more in the last two years of my life than I ever did mm -hmm. back when I was 19, 20, 21, you know, all that. Yeah. But I told her, I said, I'm going to start just going to these Indian, like Hindu, ran stores and all that. Dude, half of those people, they don't give a fuck. No. You, like the one over here by... Uh, 
Buckeyes or whatever. Yep. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah, you go in show. there. Usually there's either uh, a couple of different gals or a guy that works in there, and they're just like, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. And, you know, grab a six-pack of beer, pack of smokes. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> and <laughs> it's... It's just the transaction. I love that. Just of the here. I have a thing. Thank that you. I come want, again. I want from y'all. I have money. I'm going to trade you money for, for this thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to leave. Yeah. Fuck there's laws. Nothing. Well, like, there's I a whole. Wanna, well, you know. I understand. Like that's that's great for that scenario. But in a grand scheme of things, you got to have laws and boundaries. And here's all that. the thing. I get it. There's. Two people besides me sitting at this table. That equals four eyes. Y'all take a good look at me and tell me if there's any doubt in your mind that I'm over 21 years old. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just everything is surrounded in red tape of some sorts. Okay, so talk about that. Let me tell you this. There was a... um... Okay, so when we played music... <laughs> no, when we played music at the uh, Collins the other night, you know they gave us a check. Check was made out to me. I got the check. So the next day, I was just gonna go by the bank, and it's funny because we had a text conversation about that. It was talking about well, we can do the mobile deposit thing, or you know from the app. Or yeah. I was yeah. like, well, hell, I was just gonna run by the bank anyways because it's right there on the way home, and ain't no big deal. I said, it ain't no big deal. Well, I go there <laughs> that day to the bank. To your bank? I'm not going to say which bank. But what, is it I the went, bank you use? It is, it is the bank that I use. Okay. I, I, went, I went to the bank, and I went through the drive-thru. You know, I, had a, I signed it on the back, everything like that. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm just going to cash this check or whatever and send it through the zoop. The tube thing. Yeah. The lady gets on there and she's like, okay, cool. And then she comes back and she's like, um, well, the it this check is supposed to be like signed by another person or whatever. And I was like, wait, like on the back of it? I was like, the check's made out to me. I signed the back of it. She's like, no, no, no. The person that's writing the check down there where the signature is, apparently that account needs an extra signature, like another thing. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Well, that's interesting that they, you would think that they would know that. Yeah. Or whatever. Send that motherfucker back through. I'll sign it real quick. Yeah. And anyways, I was like, okay. She's like, I'm so sorry. And just looked at me. I was like, okay. And I was like, son of a so I just went to go downtown, and I was just going to go and go find one of those people and say, hey, I need another signature on this check yeah, or whatever. because you know Meredith's down there. So now you're on a quest. Well, yeah, so I drive back across town. I get downtown, and there happens to be another branch of the bank that I go to, and I was like, I'm going to do a fun little experiment here. <laughs> And I just went through the bank drive through downtown, put it in the little egg thing, the yeah. sent it in there, yeah. and girl's like, hey, how can I help you today? And I was like, yeah, I'd just like to cash that, please. Okay, great. And then she goes back, 30 seconds, bloop, give me the cash, <laughs> cashes it, done. That's great. And that's just a all amount of, okay, so here's the thing, is like the Collins Theater, you know, they're pretty established 
thing yeah. around They've here. been around a while. This uh, this bank is a pretty established thing. It also happens to be where this place banks at as well. Yeah. All Probably three, right around the same area. Yeah. All three right parties involved <laughs> were all banking at the same place. Yeah. All three parties involved here. Yeah. We all have our names on the files there and stuff. Yeah. And y'all... I don't know if you've ever when heard. It ain't the, like you brought a check from the Hideaway Lounge up in there, right? Right. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all have ever heard the Happy Campers or not, but you probably understand we're not talking about like a large check here. No. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're talking about a very modestly sized yeah. check for playing music. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't have to call the president or VP or nothing. This well, was not she, a two signature she was amount. Really sorry because she was like. Boy, he must need this money real bad. Well, and so that's why she was so sorry. It was just she, the principle of it. She's like, "Oh, they got paid this much. He must really need this money." Man, he's gonna have to drive all the way back across town now. Well, that, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, for some people, I don't know why. I understand, you know, rules are rules, but in certain cases and certain scenarios, it blows my mind how sometimes people just like, okay. So are you saying there? You think that there's something fucky going on here? Like, yeah, that's basically what you're saying. Yeah. By, by, uh, not this time, buddy boy. Yeah, like, <laughs> we can't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, we can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. But anyways, it's just uh, we've had a pretty busy time. Yeah, a couple we of weeks since we podcast. We've played what? Maybe four shows. Well, LA's Fuller's. Actually, the, the Collins night, and the, Skinny J's, yeah. The yeah. night after our last podcast, we played at LA's. Yeah. And then that started that weekend. That Pretty damn good that time. Weekend was yeah. I got to say, I'm glad they moved it to 7 to 10. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, LA's? LA's, yeah. Yeah, well, through the week, I mean, I think that's best because through the week, you know, you want that hour or two at the end to really get the party going. Even through the week, you know, you want to send people off about midnight, but you want it, you want it to still be cranking, you know. You know how they do on the weekends where they let it go till twelve, and then they'll then they'll throw on the DJ or 10, 11, however long we play. But they hop pretty late down there on Thursday nights. But man, that's that's a good time down there at the LA's on Thursday night. It is. I like it, and I think it's. I think it was especially fun for us the other night because that's the first time all three of us have played in there in probably a year. Yeah. It's been now, a Now, Jason and I, we've played in there, but it's been months ago since we have. We would go in there every once in a while, just me and him, and play for two or three hours. But um, I think that the people there, the crowd that they had, I feel like they were pretty impressed with us like yeah. they were like i feel and i'm them's our peoples that's not something i'm gonna say a whole lot but i could tell that like they yeah, were you like can tell. damn these guys they yeah can, they can do it you yeah. know yeah you can tell when when people are like oh shit we're really getting a live fucking show here well you they've know, had some strange just, stuff going on up there like people coming in and it's like they'll put on karaoke or whatever and then they'll sing a couple of, it's just kind of a weird setup yeah. that they on yeah. Thursday nights that they've had now Jake Lung he still plays there every Sunday yeah that's a standard and that's a cool right show there. anybody gets an opportunity to go see Jake 
because oh, yeah. he yeah. he'll just play by himself. Now he's also got the Jake Lung band. It's a three piece blues, rock, country, whatever the hell other dude. They're badass. They can do it all. Oh, yeah, they can they can jam. But Jake does a hell of a solo show, and he does play at LA's every Sunday, like it. I think it's usually around six. Or something like that. He plays yeah. like six to nine, six to ten, something. Hell, I went to see Jake and Hardy last Friday night. How was that? Man, he was great. Oh, how was y'all's trip? I didn't hear a whole okay. lot Okay, so, man, it's kind of been, school started, you know, we've both been busy. And so, earlier last week, like Tuesday or Wednesday, I text Tina, I said, Thursday night when you get home, pack a bag. We're going out of town Friday night when you get off work. She's like, okay. So went on, booked a room at this Bigger's Bluff up at Hardy. So when she got off about 4, 4.30, I was off. We took off to Hardy, got there about 6, went to this Bigger's Bluff. And since I've been there before, they've built a whole bar in there and like a big deck overlooking the river. Dude. Now, is this at the point that you turn left off the highway there and yep. you go by it going down into the Spring River Beach Club? kind of a rock house. Yeah. I've yep. seen that place yeah. my whole yeah. life, Dude, but I never fantastic. Really knew what it was. Well, me and Tina, we, we get our shit to the room, we go to the bar, I order a beer, and this guy comes in, and he recognizes me, and he wants to get us to play music up there. So come to find out, he's from Paragould, and he hangs out at Skinny J's a whole lot, and he's seen us play there, and he said, I want to get y'all up here playing on this back deck. Dude, they have a deck with, like, the lights on it overlooking the, the oh, bluffs oh, and the river. He's like, it's September, yeah. October, when it cools down, we'll get you up here. I said, this is like a 6 to 9, 7 to 10. He goes, man, I think 6 to 9 will be perfect. I said, dude, yeah. we, we're booked every Saturday, but we might can make a Friday night work. Just dude, come up. And, and, hell, you can even just so come right back fun. home. Yeah. yeah. After that. that yeah, ain't... it's hardy. That's not a... It's an hour fifteen. That ain't you know. much difference than driving up to Forest Roots. No, it's back, not. Really, it's not. Nope. A, it's nope. not a little a bit. harder drive, but so I got to tell you what happened. When we was up there, so we spent Friday night. Friday, we we had a few beers at the bar. I wanted to go see Jake, so we went down to the Draft House, Spring River Draft House, where he was playing. Had another couple of beers, listened to Jake play music. Uh, went back to the bar, had a few more beers. Went outside. We we ate. But Saturday, Tina's like, I want to go down to the shops. Because every time we're coming back from the lake and we're coming through Hardy, it's usually a Sunday. She's like, I want to stop at the shop. And you just want to get I'm home. like, we're going fucking home. Yep. Right? Go back to sleep. So <laughs> anyway. That's great. So I said, Saturday, Thanks. we'll eat breakfast and we'll go down to the shops. <laughs> so we're down there walking around the shops. It's 1045, 11. And a cop car goes by. Now, this is on Main Street, Hardy. A cop car goes by toward Ravenden. There's always one sitting there. Well, it's got the dummy in it. About three or four minutes later, another cop car went by. So the old lady in the store was like, there must be something going on. And then five minutes later, this is not an exaggeration. I'm talking about Main Street, Hardy, where there's cars lined and it's about 12 foot wide, and the speed limit's 20, about five unmarked cop cars and state troopers went by about what I would estimate between 60 and 80 miles an hour. Like if you'd have been walking across the crosswalk, you'd have been a fucking pink mist. Nice. So I'm like, shit. I'm like, okay, can't be a wreck. I ain't seen no ambulances yet, right? Seven cops, eight cops, something the fuck's going down. 
So anyway, we spend another hour or two looking around. We finally, let's go home. So we load up. We're driving back to Paragould. We get outside of Hardy, and I come around this curve, and this truck flashes his lights at me. We're like, hmm. Go over a hill, and there is fucking eight cops in the fucking road. They have their assault rifles drawn, shotguns. Hell There's yeah. glass in the road. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look down in one of those ravines where it's just woods, and there's a truck sitting down there. And they're all around this truck with their fucking AR-15s and shot 12-gauge shotguns and Glocks and shit. So I'm like, we getting the fuck out of here. So then I'm the guy flashing my lights to all these people coming on. I'm like, yo, slow down. Some shit going on up here. So yeah, didn't ever find out what's going on. Get home that afternoon, get on the news. Evidently, these folks, there was two people in this white truck, and they went in a restaurant in Mammoth Springs on Sunday at around 10 and grabbed this kid and fucking took off. Oh, shit. You can't do that. That's against the law. Yeah, yeah. evidently. So they evidently took off toward Hardy. And then the got Amber Alert. Was, I never got an Amber Alert on my phone, which was weird, but anyway... Evidently, they decided they's coming this direction. So I guess the law got hot on their tails. Well, evidently, they stopped at a gas station or something. I guess they had to fuel up. And one of the cops that was the there ran bug, up and grabbed the kid, the kid out of the passengers. The, guy, the person that, that was... That was it here? Yeah, the person that was sitting in the passenger seat. I think that shit's viral on TikTok the kid, right now. The, 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 the cop ran up and got the kid out of the window. And as he was, the tr- truck... <laughs> drove yeah. off so now they're down by ozark acres and they do one of their tactical maneuvers where they spin them out well that's why there was glass on the road and that motherfucker was sitting down in the ravine they spun him out and Flip. got him down there and then evidently he got out with a gun and put it to his head and ran off into the woods and i guess the person in the passenger seat was like i, I don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> so they were all doing a manhunt looking for this guy Dude, okay. Yeah. Well, I saw a video Jesus. on TikTok, and I'll have to go back and check on this, but, like, it showed, like, what was at a gas station, like, closed camp, you know. It's probably the, that one right there by the, the bridge in Hardy. Yeah, that, that Valero one right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay, that's what it looked like. And I saw some dude come up and yank some kid out of a window and a truck drive off. Was it white? I, was it a white truck? I think so. Yep. I really think I Dude, saw I that. Dude, I was right in the middle of that shit. I was there. Seen Hell it. yeah, buddy. Let me, let me look at it. Maybe I can find Dude, it. Dude, I'm going to tell you. I realized that those police officers were in a hurry chasing these folks. But to be driving downtown Hardy going 60 or 70 mile an hour on a Saturday at 11 o'clock, not advisable. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I think that's an impossible job, and I wouldn't want to do it, and I wouldn't want to know, like, you know, well, what they've been told, what kind of shit they think they might have to be dealing with, because then they might drive, and there might be some people say, well, they should have been driving faster to that. I don't know. That's an impossible job. I don't know what I'd fucking do. That would be interesting. Anyway, exciting times up in Sharp County. I'd be curious to talk to a, a friend of mine that's a state trooper, not in that area, but pretty close around about, which I'm sure they're all in the circle of know what's going on and shit. I'd be curious to talk oh, to him. Oh, his radio squawked. I'd be curious to talk to him and be like, all right, so what happened? What was kind of, what's the gist of what, what went down? I'd be curious to hear, hear that. Well, the funny thing is, 
when me and Tina were coming home and we saw this, it had happened 30 or 40 minutes ago. And even we got to, you know, Blackrock. There were state troopers headed that way with their lights on, just hammered down. Yeah, okay. So here's the body cam footage to it. You okay, let me see it? see it. Yeah. So, so we're pulling up Yeah, see, so that's Hardy. That's 412 yeah. right there. Yeah. I knew I saw it on TikTok, man. You see all sorts of shit. That was the truck. But look, watch this guy come up on the other side. Let me see your driver's license, boy. Watch this guy. Comes up, grabs the fucking kid, and just... Dude. It just just grabs him out of the truck. Dude, that was perfect timing. Two seconds later, and that motherfucker would have been gone. Yeah. Like, he was he was ready on the gas, I guess. He just looked in there and saw a chance and got him a chance. Wow. Hero. Yeah, you know, that was... Back to blue. Thin blue line. But no, that's that cool guy, you my, say that. Hats off to that guy. Hats I had no that idea that was anywhere even close to me. I thought that was just a viral video of somewhere happening on TikTok. Oh, no, that was at Valero. Yeah. In, in Hardy. right there in Hardy. I didn't even know it. Cool oh, shit, I huh? know I know the store now. You're talking about the one right there that was beside the place that used to be called Cousin Bubba's Creekside Buffet. That's right. Dude, I had Creekside a standing Buffet. gig there every Friday night. I drove up yeah, to Hardy Yeah, it was right there Friday by that night. little bridge. Yep. Dude. That's also yep. where, uh, you remember uh, past years... That's a shit. Not this past years, but in the past years, uh, American Idol sensation Lauren Gray. Her parent, well, her dad, Mike Gray, he's a badass guitar player and he's in a band that's been running around for years up there. But, anyways, they had like this little, like, uh, wedding boutique or something in that place that was there for years. I don't know if oh, it was yeah. like the same thing as the Cousin Bubba's Creekside Buffet. I know that one time back, and I'm going to estimate the year was, we'll say 1997 or whatever. I remember me and my dad, we was headed up to go to Melbourne to go deer hunting. And we had stopped at that place one day, and we had ate at a little buffet that was in that place. And, dude, that was dog shit. That was a (laughs) weird place. The Let me tell you, was. back in about circus nineteen ninety three, no, 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 nineteen ninety four, ninety five, my band Wild Horses had a standing gig there every Friday night. So this Bubba's it was like a long building, and a third of it was like a buffet restaurant with yeah. tables and buffet. The other two thirds was like a hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty foot. Music theater had a stage, had seats. Yeah, I never stepped foot in that part. Well, we played there every Friday night from like seven to like ten. So I'd get off work at five, go home. My girlfriend would have my shirt ironed and I'd put on my Western wear, my hat, get me a twelve pack, and I'd drive up to Hardy and play till ten and tear down. Anyway, me and Mitch Trotter used to stand out back because the stage is, you know, you see the building. Well, the, the 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 side closest to you is where the stage was. That's where the stage doors were. So me and Mitch Trotter, fucking stupid. We would stand there, and, you know, right there by that, it's that little bridge just past the Valero Station. There's that little bitty yeah. small bridge. Yeah. We would stand there and get rocks, like baseball-sized rocks, and wait for cars to go across that bridge. And when there was a break between cars, we'd try to throw rocks on the bridge. We weren't <laughs> throwing rocks at cars. 
We were throwing rocks at the bridge, For but the it was cars fucking dangerous. To run over. Yeah. It was Friday afternoon at yeah. you know six thirty. <laughs> yeah, and we was out here chunking rocks on this bridge. <laughs> Just boys being boys, oh, man. Oh, dude, right across the road from that, well, across the road and right across the, the bridge was that uh, used to be Beach Club Barbecue. Yes, yeah, sir, right rental. up there on the hill. Dude, that place was so good. Well, now, Beach Club Barbecue now, or I don't even know if it's open now, they ended up moving out there to like up on top of the hill from the draft house. But used to, they were right there across from Cousin Bubba's. Nice. It burned. I remember I think that. that place yeah, burned. Burned. Yeah. yeah. You went in there and there was like, a, you go downstairs. There was a big long set of stairs you would go down inside of there. But they was like a outfitter. They would rent out canoes and all kinds of shit. That's a but t-shirt they made that Rodney good. needs to make. Dude, Cousin Beach Club Barbecue. Spring River Beach Club. That and Cousin Bubba's. Uh, now, he uh, does have a Spring River Beach Club shirt. Yeah, okay. He, I, I saw that he, he put that out. Have y'all ever stuff. spent much time on the Spring River? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. that is a dangerous place. I, I, have, now, I haven't floated I a whole lot of rivers, but I've floated at least four or five. That is the most dangerous river I've ever been on. I'm I'm a big fan. Well, I've, we went in some White Rapids. Like, we had to sign a waiver and shit. And that you was have to wear the helmet and the life yeah, jacket and shit. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was some dangerous shit. But this was like, but yeah, as far as like just being in a canoe, not having shit, being drunk, rolling down hot, the river, hot yeah. as fuck. And you got them drop offs, you know, and shit. Man. If you're not an experienced canoer, you don't you're need to be flip. up there. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna flip. Yeah, yeah. See, See I didn't ever do six. any of that. See, it, Buffalo's not like that. Buffalo, at least the lower Buffalo, the middle Buffalo where I have, there is some parts that are some swift running water, but there's none of these three or four foot drop, two or three, four foot yeah. drop offs. Yeah. Like you don't have that, yeah. you know, and man, I almost, I almost died on Spring River more than once <laughs> and I kept going back. But once I got about 35, I was like, nope, mm. nope. I would go See, up there and do like do some like inner tubing or something every once in a while, but I never did the canoe. How do you go across them rapids on a fucking that. inner tube? Well, it were just small sections of the river that we was tubing on. Dude, I mean, yeah. we're talking like from the like the Spring River Beach Club there. We'd get in like that low water bridge and we would float down and down down the other end of Spring River Beach Club. There was this little park. Used to be this little park, the playground, all this and that at the end of the park. And my grandparents and parents and all that, oh, yeah. they had places up there during You're the like, early Daddy, 90s. Daddy, is this our vacation? It was. Are oh, we yeah. trash? Oh, yeah. That absolutely yeah. was the vacation. Was, we would go up vacation. there like once or twice a year, and that was like a huge trip for us when I was a kid. Seemed like it took a, a whole day to get up there. Oh, like yeah. it was just like a... You know, now you can drive to Hardy in no time. But back then, yeah, it was when I was like six, seven years old or whatever, that was a fucking trick. Before the summer's over with, and we talk about this all the time, on some Sunday, all of us and our wives, hell, bring the kids. About 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, we need to pack a cooler full of beer, water, bologna, white bread, some mustard, some cheese, few bags of chips from Walmart, some Little Debbie cakes, and just go up to Buford Beach, get there about noon, and from noon till about 4 o'clock, just sit there and fuck off and swim and drink beers and eat bologna sandwiches. 4 o'clock, load up. We'll come home. We'll be home by 5.30. Well, I'll see you all there at noon because if we do that, I'll probably leave the house about 7 
can go up there in the morning and get us a cool spot. Yeah. Because Perfect. I guarantee you there's there's a lot of people that go and hang out. Wouldn't up that there. be fun? You want to get you a cool spot. You talking I just go up there and make a day of it. Are you talking about where we all went that yeah, time? Buford Beach. The, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got the little and baseball they've park. They've got picnic right there. tables yeah. there. Now, see, Some that of the part of spring is I, I'm all right with like right through Hardy because I like like doing what we did was even just a, like a mini float. We'd get our tubes that we bought, you know, for Yeah, y'all started at the bridge and came down to us, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we yeah. started at the bridge and just floated on down to y'all. It Should took we about go an up hour. there and do a uh, do a Buford Beach podcast? Dude, oh, we could, dude. We could be there by dark. If we loaded up and left right now, we could be there by dark. <laughs> we could be oh, there yeah. by dark. We'd have 20 minutes of daylight left when we got there. <laughs> It'd be warm enough to swim, I guarantee you. All right, I'll just take off the rest of the week. Let's just fucking stay up and hardy. For well, I got to be in town tomorrow. I got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I do too. I got to go to work. Dude, this heat has just gotten me irritable. Oh, yeah, man. It's I'm something. Mad, how are you holding been... up out there? Andrew, do y'all have fans and shit in your building? We've got some fans. That's It's definitely a, a, you know, a lot better that they're there than that they're not. Do you, so but you've it's... got shade? <laughs> Yeah, I'm I don't just thinking about Matt out there. Do you wear a long sleeve shirt? Uh, no. I'd wear a long wear, sleeve shirt. I wear a short I sleeve, but I wear it's like a I, all I I mow in fishing gear, and like if you look at fishing gear, it's the most breathable. Yeah, it like it's picks the, the sweat away yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And man, this shirt, these shirts will get soaked, and then they're just like a radiator. Like you can feel the your body just. If you get a little bit of a breeze, you can feel the heat just leaving. Like, it's great. So with the breeze, it's not bad. And while I'm actually sitting on the mower and running, not that bad. But, dude, when I get off to do some trimming. When you got to do some shit. Oh, yep. my God. Mm-hmm. And I mowed, I mowed a bunch today. Today was a good day. And, and if I could Mowed make, my yard today. Did a hell of a job on it. Dude, Let's if I it. could make every day like today, I can see how somebody could be successful in the lawn care business because it is – well, dude, you're still in the infancy of your oh, business. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, I mean, I'm, call I'm tree just getting lawn to, care. He'll fix you up. I'm getting to year two, and I, I've got the I've got the savings to get there to year two. So that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm just building up. And I'm just well, making, keep, and also keeping grinding, keeping keeping that shit going. Considering that you don't just do that, you you know, you do some other odds and ends stuff, yard work for other people too. Now that kind of stuff can definitely carry into the fall. Yeah. And now those could be some nice outside work days yeah. going and doing yeah. See, shit I'm, like that. I'm, I'm, I'm good with all that, you know, mulching leaves or, you know, gutter clean out, stuff like that, pressure mm. washing houses, stuff like that. That's that's good stuff. But my favorite thing to do to make money is just play music. If I could if I could do that, I, I would be that's that's what I would do. Well, you're gonna get your chance over the next ten weeks. Yeah. We've got a lot of shit coming yeah. up, I believe. That's, we've got a lot of stuff and then I'm I'm just kind of grinding away, trying to put together some sort of solo set. That way, if I do, if we can pull a solo tune or two, I'll, I'll do it. Dude, book you some solo shit. You know, we're do, we're going on six years doing this band thing, and one thing we figured out after about year two or three is we pretty much take the summer off. We don't book a lot in June and July and even August because, you know, I block off. it's hot. Well, and I block off. Memorial Day weekend, July 4th weekend, and Labor Day weekend, because we go to the lake. And, you know, we just don't play a lot in the summer. But the thing is, once September hits, 
we got booked out for the next couple of months. Yeah. You know, so I think that's a good strategy. It kind of gives everybody a break. And now if something comes up, like the L.A.'s thing, if something comes up, we're going to do it. But we don't book every weekend in the summer. No. <clears throat> no, not usually. But, yeah, come fall time, we've usually got something going on about about every weekend, whether it's uh, – Going, to, I'll probably go deer hunting a weekend or two this year. And other than that, I mean, we're pretty booked up in November and October. Playing mute, well, September also, but October definitely. I think we're jam packed. Dude, September's jam packed. September and October are both. Well, and I'm I, thankful. Thanks everybody. Isn't our, uh, isn't our class reunion circuit? Kind yeah. Of well, I'll just read it off? to you. So. Um, we have Forest Roots this Saturday night. Hell Always yeah. a great place to play. By the way, I saw on the website or on the Facebook that Tasha and Teresa will be working the bar Saturday night while we're there. Ooh. They both going to be in the house. And then we're all, oh, then Thursday night, the next Thursday, a week from tomorrow, we play at LA's. Then Labor Day weekend's blocked off. And then start September 9th, we've got Skinny J's, my cousin Scott's party, the BYU Arkansas game. And then Green County Tech Class of 93 Reunion. The next weekend's blocked off because I don't know why. What's that weekend? 29th and 30th of September. Um, I'm going to be – I might be doing a barbecue competition. Okay. Then we've got Bro Fest out at the camps. That was fun. I look, I yeah. look very much forward to doing that again because that was a very cool Dude. group of the younger dudes. Yeah. And they were fun. They Man, were all Gunner, there doing Gunner shit. Gunner Latham, he uh... – he always puts on a hell of a hell of a show out there, you know, with all the all the shit they That's got. That's gonna be fun. Weather should be right. Jason's by. actually drinking beers out of his Scatter Creek. Uh, sure enough, beer koozie. Yeah, right and then Scatter we have uh, PHS class of '83 class reunion. Uh, yeah, Skinny's nice. Paragould, October twenty eighth. We had this marked off, but Andrew told me to book it. Kevin Ray's Halloween party. Hell yeah, that's gonna be a fun time. I'm it will be a that. fun time. That's a well. The thing is, is I have a wedding to go to that evening with Melissa. It's it's one of her good friends. I mean, she's a friend of mine as well, but it's one of her good friends. And we're gonna go to a wedding that Saturday at like five. But then this thing of Kevin's house come up and all that, and I'd hate to miss that man because they they really dig us and it's always a good time. Out close, there. it's close. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just down the road. Pretty cool atmosphere. And By the way, before we take a break, I've got to give a shout out to whoever's doing Forest Roots social media. The little oh, poster they made for us. Oh, it's so great! It's pretty good looking. I like yeah, it. They always yeah. do a good job, and they always try to. I don't know why, but they always do a good job for us, which is great. I love I love Forest. Well, dude, we've been playing there. We were probably one of the first acts to play there. We was I because actually, I still remember the way that I found out that that place was like a place because they had just opened up, and the reason I knew that is because at the time I was printing T-shirts, and we had had this order come in for this Forest Roots bar, grill, and bottle shop or whatever, and I printed their first T-shirts, and I was wondering like, well, what the hell is this place? What in Holcomb, Missouri, there's nothing in Holcomb, Missouri. What is this? So that's when I researched on Facebook, saw that it was kind of a newer bar, and 
contacted them about playing music, and the rest was kind of history after that. Both of yes. those chicks have always been super cool. To sure, us. Yeah. yeah, great. I mean, yeah, they've Tasha been really and good. Teresa are just both. They they I, run a very tight operation. Great food, great service, great atmosphere. They, they're easy to deal with. I had this conversation great. today um, with a guy that I'm I mow his yard, and I know he's a drummer, but I didn't know who he drummed for. I thought or whatever. you were going to say I know he's a drunk. No, he's <laughs> he's no. He mowed my yard today. He's a, <laughs> actually he's a uh, he's a drummer, and I guess he drums for John Jones. That's Dude, John Jones is good. He I didn't know he had like a band. I he thought said, John uh, Jones was solo. Well, he said, we're playing. He said, I'm playing Forest Roots tonight. I was like, well, that's cool. I said, yeah, we're playing there Saturday. He was like, really? So we got to talking, and I guess he's in this band right here. I guess John Jones isn't solo. I don't know. I will tell you, me and Andrew booked a Thursday night over there, and they – I'm not saying I wouldn't go back, but Saturday nights are it's much. A, it's a different atmosphere, no better. huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, well, and another thing, I've said it before about Forest Roots. One thing, like, one of the things that I love the most about it is that, like, you go there, and I don't know any of these people. Except now, Brian, he will he'll come out there every so Todd often. Todd Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like he's a nice little fixture because he just lives right down the road out there. It's always good to see him. But for the most part, I don't know any of these people, and it's just a nice feeling when you go into somewhere and they're like, "Oh, there's a band playing," and, like, and they're they're not somebody that's heard us do a bunch of the shit just multiple times and everything's just brand new to them and they dig it and it just makes it more fun. And I've said this before too. It's a very eclectic crowd. You have everything from 21-year-olds to 81-year-olds. Yeah. There's a really good spectrum of folks in there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. Come back and think of, and entertain these folks some more. Fuck, go for it. You know, one thing that's so weird about it being like super hot right now, because it is hot. Like, it's oh, unbearably it's hot. hot. It's yeah. humid. It's hot. But, man, next week is September. Real quick, like, we're going to be into some nice fall temperatures. Hopefully. Then before you know it, it's Thanksgiving. Then before you know it, it's Christmas. Then before you know it, we're doing this shit all over again. Yep. yep. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's weird how that works. Yep. Works the same all the time, I guess. It's a uh, well, but now this is my favorite part of the year, dude. When it gets into my October through December, that's my shit right there. I love it. Love Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving's great. All the all the holidays. Oh, but mainly like the weather and shit. It's Yeah, the weather is nice. Feels great. That's, that's the good feel-good stuff where you sit outside on the back porch and then we end up having those days that, you know, when you're sitting out there and we've said it before, like I know Jason's been sitting on the back porch out here before and we've been like, dude, there are probably 15 days a year that feel like this and that are like yep. this right now and this it's is like one of them. 68 you know, to 72 degrees, nice, nice no humidity. Days. Yeah. No bugs. It's just like you can sit outside. There's still enough daylight, but it ain't fucking miserable. Yet, yeah. You know? Yep. So y'all want to talk about the uh, little recording experiment we had? That was fun. 
That was a yeah, good man. time. Yeah, we uh, we all went to Chris Claude's, hung out at his house for a while, recorded a tune. Uh, we, I guess I don't really kind of know what we were going to do with it. I don't know if we were going to put it out there or not. Well, no, I think he was just one because he, he really likes to – like that's his kind of bang zone. He likes to – record and mix around and do different stuff and all of that and you know he wanted us to come over and record the song uh the song itself that we recorded i'm not personally a huge fan of this was chris's idea and it was it like okay so chris contacted me he was like man he's like y'all need to come over here and we just need to fuck around and he is like this new song this oliver anthony uh richmond north of richmond song he's like Let's fuck around with that and record it out and all this and that. Well, I had heard it before. I'm not really a huge fan. That's a that that's a whole other discussion I don't really care about. But anyways, we went over there and did it, and I was pretty impressed with how it turned out. Yeah. Because, the thing is, yeah. we had never played this song before, and we went from not knowing it at all to having it down in three hours. Yeah, and we're yeah. having it recorded and... Uh, when Chris mixed it, I mean, I, I just like, I like to look at things without a political spectrum and just see things for kind of what they are instead of trying to look through something to see something else. And I had a good time I mean, with my buddies playing music. Yeah. That day. That's that was, for sure. Ain't it fun being creative? It is. And man, I've, I've just, I've. I like the song, I, and there's there's a verse in there too. If I was a writer, I'd, I would have omitted because it does kind of hit political. But man, for the most part, I just thought it was cool to go in there and record something, lay something down. Here's and, the thing, and, and it was fun. I I've been in recording studios before, back when it was on fucking tape, reel to reel tape. I've recorded. I always said Matt Trepo would thrive. In that environment. And he did. Mm -hmm. He played the rhythm guitar. He sang. He went in and did harmonies. You know, he like picked out a harmony part and did that. Yeah. I always knew Matt Trepo is built for that shit because he can do, he's so versatile. I'd love it. You know, and now, Andrew, you have some work to do, but that's not your song. That ain't. If we did one if of I our don't songs, just love something. I mean, no, I, I, I know I'm exactly not, what you're it was saying. a criticism. If we went in there and did one of the songs that we like to do, you'd knock it out of the park. But you had to admit it's a little different standing there with headphones on in a little booth when you know you're naked. Sure. You're just doing it yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, it, and it's so raw. Like everything you do, it feels weird, doesn't it? Every single thing you do is picked up. Like, so you can't hide anything. So you have to, like, nail it the way you want it to sound. And if it don't sound that good, you're just going to have to be like, fuck. Like, we ain't got no auto-tune and shit. Yeah, like, it just, it, it's a wild thing. You have to, it, like, even the chord strokes, like, if I was if I was playing it live, I would have added just some, you know, so some little things to it. Oh, no, now, the music, I thought, sounded great. Yeah. I think there was all that needed to be there for the music. Yeah. The music sounded great in the thing. It was. The, but, it was excellent. Uh, I hate the sound of my damn voice. I think everybody hates and the it's sound also, of their voice. It's just like a, it, really stood, it really stood out to me a lot, and it was like, oh, well, I didn't mean for it to sound like that. But here's the thing, and I, I don't mean this to sound condescending, 
So please don't take it that way. But when you're a singer and you've been singing as long as me and Matt have, you know that there's certain sounds and certain words you have to hit a different way to make it sound. Now, live, you can pull it off. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are certain inflections. You Like, dude, in, in, if you're taking, like, a course in college on, like, classical music training, they even teach you the rules of, like, it, in a song, if there's the word the, T-H-E, when to say the and when to say the. Like, when to say, uh, you know, a long R compared to a soft R or yeah. a wide. I mean, there's all kinds of weird shit I didn't know the lyrics to that song. Well, that's exactly. Have me, you have me to sing a song. Dude, I'm telling you, I now, know. That's you not sing something that, that a college time. class is going to tell me. A song that I've heard for 20 years, that's not something that a classical music college class is going to tell me because I know the fucking phrasings of the song. Let me give you a great a song example. that I'm learning. You did great. I, I don't know the phrasings. You did great. You didn't know the phrasing. You literally learned it when we got there. That yes. is not a critique. Yeah. But let me give you a good example. We both all, we all, not both of us, we all know people who are good singers. But when they try to sing harmony, they get too wild with the ah, shit. Yeah. No, when you're singing harmony, and Matt knows this, this is one reason I love yeah. singing harmony. Yeah. You almost got to have like a robotic monotone, like almost a yeah. digital type. Yeah, you, you do. don't want to over. You don't want to overpower. Yeah, the vocals. Yeah. Right, you're adding two. So many people want to shine instead of. Being part Sit. of what's going on. Yeah, there. yeah. That, and, I get it. Yeah, I know what you're I know saying. you get it. I mean, I know what you're saying. You, and they you, don't have the self awareness to know that. Hey, that sounds kind of weird. Yes, to everybody. Right. Else yeah. That yeah. doesn't even know what you're yeah. doing right now. Yeah. It's kind of like I don't know. It, it, you have to put the machine before the single person. Like if it all runs together, you have to know. It's it like can, you always talk all, about knowing the rules. With the guitar, yeah. singing's the same way. When you're doing harmonies and shit, you got to know the rules. You got to know when to really get in there and hit it hard and when to back off and just kind of, I mean, dude. It's like having a it's conversation. A yes. It's it's just it's, like having a conversation. Yeah. Like when people are talking, there's just like certain things you do and certain things you don't do. Etiquette. You don't fucking talk over other people <laughs> yeah, intentionally. Exactly. And as soon as you realize that you are talking over somebody, you stop. You just, yeah, you can fucking you, stop. Uh, yeah. And it's the same way with people play music with each other and stuff. There's certain things that don't sound good together. Yeah. And you just hope that everybody can hear that and you just stop. Just like, all right, stop for a second. Yeah. Let's get this back on track and let, let's have more of a con I'm, I feel like I'm talking like Garth Brooks now. Let's just make a conversation. Let's just have a conversation but, out of it, boys. No, you're exactly true. right, though, man. I mean, especially when you're – that's the difference – Singing harmony is similar to singing lead, but it's almost more technical, I think. Because it's very technical. You're not finding, you're not just singing the root note. You're finding the third or the fifth, or if you really want to get crazy, like the seventh, you know. Yeah. You're finding all the, and that's one thing that me and Matt have always done real well together is naturally oh, be able to. Pick out parts. You yeah. know, Matt takes the high, I take the low, or I'll take, be like, hey, I'll, you know, we've just kind of worked. And dude, I'm telling you, that's a gift. Yeah. I, I know and some of the best singers I know cannot sing harmony. Yeah. I, there was a girl that played in a band I was in many years ago. She was a great vocalist, sang Martina McBride, Reba McIntyre, all that shit. 
she could not hear harmony. And she come to me and she's like, I need you to teach me to sing harmony. I'm like, that ain't something I can teach you. Yeah, I don't either, know. either you can do it or yeah. you can't. Now do I know it. myself that like now see, I have half of it down. Like I can hear it. I absolutely hear it. I know. Yeah. But it's making your voice go to that spot while you're hearing yeah. this thing. Like I could be taught how to do it. I know that I because I can so. hear it when it's yeah. happening, yeah. and I know what you know what it's supposed to sound like when you're saying. But there's a disconnect that happens when I'm hearing one thing and then trying to achieve another thing. It's the same and, thing for me on the uh, Chris Stapleton run on Tennessee whiskey. You know where he kind of uh, shit. You know what I'm talking about? His vocal run there. That falls down, and and I there's no way I can do it. So I just sing one line, but I think about it every time. Like so, I hear it. You know I what hear it's supposed it supposed to like, sound like. I know what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now when I you know have my people, voice can't do that. When you have people that can't eat, that can't sing in key or whatever, that is a person that doesn't hear none of. Oh, you sing in key that very we're well. Talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Basically. Well. If y'all want to know how the sausage is made with the happy campers, basically I'm a guy that has never really sang until about five, six, seven years ago. And I did, and I can sing in key. I know the songs that I'm singing, and I can sing in key. And then these guys harmonize <laughs> with that. But I can't oh, harmonize with other people. It's I a can. beautiful thing. So basically... It's a guy that can sing in key, which is myself, mm -hmm. and a lot of people can't sing in key, but I can, and I do know that. I will I will beat my ass down the road on a lot of other things, but I do know <laughs> that I can sing in key, and I and I can hear it when I can hear it when people aren't. Yeah, and I like I have an ear for music. You can hear the wavelength. Same way as playing ear. the guitar. I don't know how to read music. I don't, but I know what sounds right and what do, I know. Yeah. what works and what doesn't work and all that. I have the ear for that, but I cannot sing harmony with other people. People sing harmony with me. Yeah, that's, and even and like, that's us. but even you see it all the time in music, anyways. And you saw it way back then with the Almond Brothers, and now with Derek Trucks. They use two drummers. You'd never know it, but they do. And the drummers are completely in sync, in unison. But it just brings this weird live dynamic that's amazing like if they record a live album it sounds so good because it's got two drummers i don't know why but it's like the same way with vocals if you've got it's just two a different people, little layer of thickness yeah added you, to the even if you got two people singing the same exact part your voice plus my voice is gonna sound better yeah and it does like so even if you're not harmonizing when you sing and i sing over it Jason sings over it. Even if I'm singing lead on the song and you're singing with us, it, it's still, even though it's not a harmony, well, it still adds the depth. And when the three or the two or whatever come together, it gives off that sound. Like I, in my brain, I associate it with like a harmonica. Because as soon as you hear a harmonica, harmonica, harmony, you know, yeah. you get it. Yeah. But you hear that and it's just like that thickness of a, Three striped thing happening oh, at once, yeah. and it's just a hum or like an organ, just kind of yes. how that 
How it Hums drones off. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, when yeah, I went to ASU it. in fall of 1992, I took a music theory course because I was a choir guy and a band guy and a musical theater guy. Did play a little football on the side as well. There you go. But anyway. Thario. Man, I got in this music theory class. Turns out that shit's math. Like they had the circle yeah. of fifths. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. all the sharps, all the flats, the third, you have fifth, to know the seventh, every and that. Single yeah, dude. Thirteenth. So we're note. we're gonna now we're in C, but we're gonna go down a half step to B flat. I need everybody to tell me what the one, four, five is in B flat. Yes. And I, and I was like, oh right now. I was like, I didn't get it. Like I'm good enough now to where if you give me ten minutes, I'll figure it out. But Dude. No, like I would have to because I started nuts. on it. Like I thought, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and give in to this gimmick of these online guitar classes, you know. And it's not a gimmick. Let me tell you, if you stick to the course and really do it, you'll be a lot better guitar player. But that's what hung me up. That's right when it got to this the whole list of everything you had to learn as far as like you have to memorize. So much of where every single chord is one fret down. Then you've got to know where that chord is at the same time, 13 different positions, 12 different positions. Like you have to know it. And man, it's daunting. And that was the only thing that hung me up. And I I just hadn't got on there in a long time. I need to keep going with it. But see, that that's was the hardest thing part. in the teaching of like the. Uh, like I know, I know some music theory without realizing that I know music theory. Like as far as exactly. some things go, as far as playing the guitar and stuff, which a lot of that stuff that Chris and Matt and them taught, like over the years back in the day, of like places where you can you know make guitar chords and make the same damn guitar chord in these other two spots yeah. and stuff. And yeah, that is music theory. Like I don't know the music theory, but I know shit that is. You know music theory. I want to ask you a question. You're playing a song in the key of G. So the key, the chords are G, C, and D. Now let's say we want to play that same song in the key of A. What are the three chords we play? Would it be D and E? Yep, A D E. Yep. Okay. So you know music theory. It's that yeah. one, four, five. That's what it is. Yeah. So if you're in C, it'd be C, F, and G, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I just I know it by yeah. it feels good together. Like if we're playing in you C, you bet it does. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Music, it just you know where the sweet spot is. You know where you need to be. How can you get there? Hey, some of the best musicians in the world know zero theory. Yeah, they just play by feel and oh, by experience. Jimi Hendrix, knowing where to go. Hell. Matt Claude, I mean, that motherfucker can, <laughs> hey, we're playing in the key of A, let's do this song. He could rip off shit right now, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's impressive, but, um, yeah, it does help to be able, especially when you're transposing, you know, like we were the other day, we're going to go from A to B flat, so, you know, here's our, and that's where the whole Nashville numbering system is, well, you know, that's like, what I one, was, two, three, four, five, yes, six, seven, one, four, five, it's always learn, one, four, five. And that's, it's so hard. But no, listen, it's not, because if you're an A, A is one. So one four five A B C D A D mm -hmm. five is E. That's one four five A D E. Right. Same thing in G A B C D E F G is the one. A B C is the four. What comes after C? 
D, right? So that one, four, five. Now we're G, C, and D. That's the national numbering system. You just take it and figure out. You just do the alphabet. Jason's got his Dean mask on right now. I, I see that. But I'm, He's I'm got the Dean I, mask. Well, on. what I was learning was the whole scale, I guess, and it is just—it's a daunting task. To okay. To learn no, that. no, no. Okay, we're in the key of F. Okay, we're gonna play in the key of F. Give me the one, four, five, and F, Andrew. What's one? Well, would that be F? Yeah. Okay, okay. so what's four? Just, just so say you're your playing alphabet. a song that starts off in F. Yep. That, what would the next thing it would be go to? What's after F? I mean, in the alphabet. Depending on what the well, in the alphabet would be G. We're doing the alphabet, okay? Yeah. And what on the guitar? What's after G? We go back to A B C D E F G H. <laughs> no, A. Yeah, yeah, C. Okay, okay. So there's A, B, C. What's next? What's four? D. No, we're in F. So F is one. G is two. A is three. What's after A? I in the I alphabet. Don't... What In the alphabet, motherfucker. B. What, B. B. What's after B in the alphabet? C. Okay, so your one, four, five would be F, B, C. That's your one, four, five. I got you. I say, I just want to hear the song and say, okay, it's in the key of whatever, and I know what to go to. Okay. Especially if I've valid. heard the song before. That's valid. That's all I can do. That's all I've got for you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the numbers confuse You do know me your now. alphabet now, to G, don't you? Well, sure. Okay. Absolutely. I know the whole song. Well, here's, uh, here's what I'm affiliated with here is the Guitar Gate. Uh, Michael Palmisano is whose it is. And, man, I've Dude, got... Dude, I don't I've like this guy the, from the get-go. Uh, oh, man, he's he got looked, some... He excellent. looks like another classical guitar player that we know. Hey, no, I will say for anybody out there like that has a guitar and you're wanting to learn how to play some stuff, like for a YouTube reference of a dude that... Shows people how to do shit in all different levels and all this and that. There is a guy named Marty Schwartz on YouTube that has a channel and he's pretty damn good. He does like good instructional videos on how to play this and that and everything from just showing you, hey, this is a guitar. These are strings. All the way up to, you know, solos on stuff and this and that he's good so here's my curriculum for level three progressions arpeggios and full scales oh shit no that's this is triplets progressions vibrato arpeggios major arpeggios major pentatonics and arpeggios minor arpeggios minor pentatonics and arpeggios major scale shapes the list goes see, on see i just Legato like to make sure i know Legato. the chords to the song like, and I yeah just, and, and, and that's, I mean, if you want to be able to pick up a guitar and jump on stage with any band and them, hey, we're in the key of C. All right. 10-4. You can go and do that. If you know this, you could play any single song you want to play. Like, it's just knowing, it's unlocking the guitar in your mind. It's, and it's unreal how complicated see is. this is where i know my limitations i'm never going to be a lead guitar player no i can play guitar enough to do some chords and do some singing that's my expertise and what i know guitar. how to do i want to do that perfectly 
Like, I want to know the chords of the song and play rhythm, and I want to be the best damn rhythm guitar player that I can be, and that's that's my lane that I like to stay like just here I want to I want to know I want to know the chords every time we take off playing a song I want to know the chords I want to know where the changes are if I may figure out some sort of a little lead four notes to do in between the chord yeah I'd like to learn that but I like to stay there and just know the uh, know the meat and potatoes of the song oh yeah that's that's my lane yeah, that's that's definitely still my lane. I mean, I'm rhythm guitar player all the way. Um, I can do a little bit of plinking and and not very good solos, but I mean, th- this is what I you know. We have fun though. Yeah, we have a great time, and our strong part is our singing, our harmonies, our. We get paid, bitch. That's right. <laughs> apparently, getting, we're fooling apparently, them all. We're pulling the blinders over all of them. Getting paid, getting paid. Going going to banks, getting rejected, going to the other bank, getting paid. (laughs) That's excellent. (laughs) Calvin's got a job. What's up, young blood? (laughs) Nigga, you smell like French fries. (laughs) (laughs) What up, fry guy? Punk bitch. Dude, that is some of the best. That is some of the best, best, best comedy that there was out there. Man, some of my favorites was the freaking uh, Rick James shit. He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm at the bar, and this dude comes up to me, and he's like, Darkness. What's that? Yo, <laughs> dude, dude, Murphy. What if speaking of comedy? <laughs> speaking of comedy, we got Tom Segura coming to the Hot Springs. To Oaklawn, and I've already bought tickets. Oh, nice! Yeah, that will that yeah. will be fun. Is that, what night of good. the week is that? Um, I don't know. December, I think it's a Friday. Yeah, I think it's Friday. It's night. December the hell yeah! Do you get you a room for Friday night? Oh, we will. Yeah, dude, go on Airbnb in Hot Springs. Hot Springs has a bountiful blessing of Airbnb. Yeah. Go on there, look, don't get a hotel, get you an Airbnb and just make it, yeah. That's what we're going to do. Hey, the Uber game is strong. I'll give you my, when I go go to the horse races in Gamber, I got a guy, Don. Don is, will come pick you up. I'll give you his number. Uber? The Don, Uber Don? Hey, dude, you don't even have to get on the app. Just call Jason and say, Jason, (laughs) send me a car. You you text Don and say, hey, man, we're at Oakland and we're going to Maple Street. He'll be like, I'll be there in 18 minutes. Well, and, and I'm just standing out there and waiting. I'm telling you, pulls you, up, need, man. you need to get tickets because Rodney is who told me about it. And mm. he was like, Rodney man. texted me earlier too. And I, I was like, I was like, man, I said, I'm going to have to look at it and, and see. And I looked up tickets. They weren't that bad. What and were this, they? Uh, for my seats, I'm on the, just like I said, it was uh, earlier. It was like A, B, and C. I'm over on C. But I got an aisle seat. I got one and two. Sure. From the 14th row. Only way to go. So I'm on the 14th row on the aisle looking this way at Tom Segura. Right. So I've got excellent fucking seats. Right. So I think think I'm going to enjoy myself. So how much were they? uh, 220, I think. A piece? No. Just for everything. For, for so basically, all the fees bucks a piece. and all out, stuff. out the door yeah. with fees and everything. It was two forty, I think. I might go, but I don't know. I'll just, I'll probably just wait till, wait till close to the time we may end up going. I want to go, 
But then at the same time, I don't know. It's just... Well, I, I don't think there's a bad seat in the house. Because, I mean, even if you're... I mean, Rodney said he got balcony tickets. And, I mean, those are... I think those are about 85 a piece. And mine were like one... Dude, Hot Springs is fun. Yeah. Hot Springs is a fun little joint. It's a good man. time. I think we're going to have a good time. And I, I've never been to... A, I've been to Rodney Carrington as far as a big comedy show. I've never been to like a big, big comedy show. I've never been to... A, the real time, the hottest at the time. You know? I went and saw John Lovitz like, at a yeah, yeah, he was definitely in his prime then. Uh, yeah. Let me uh, tell you about old Uber Don before we get out of here. Spill so, it. Went down to the horse race. Me and Tina usually go to the horse races two, three, four times a year because I like to watch the horses, drink beers, gamble. So we got an Airbnb or maybe a hotel. Hell, I don't remember. And I got on my Uber app. This is three or four years ago. And got an Uber. And this guy shows up. He's like, Don is arriving in a 2019, you know, Honda Accord. Silver. License plate, whatever. (laughs) So this guy pulls up. He's like, hey, he's from up north. Yeah, going to the races? Get on in. I see you going to Oklahoma. Yeah, he goes, of course. Well, hey, I moved out here. I'm a handicapper. Uh, I do these cheat sheets for all of my, my riders. And I've got, I'm like, well, dude. I don't know what I'm looking at here. You got to tell me. He's like, well, this is like their their fast pace or slow pace, like early speed, late speed. This is the jockey's rating. This is the rating of the owner. This is the rating of the last four <laughs> races. So I've picked like my favorites in every race. He goes, I give these all to my people. I'm like, Don, you're my best friend. You're, you're the man, Don. Yeah. So Don says, he go, before I get out, he goes, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you my card. So every time you're in Hot Springs, if you need a ride ever, you call me. Hell yeah. So I immediately put him in my phone under Don Uber Hot Springs. Nice. So me and Keith and Tina and Robin went down to Hot Springs. And I said, Keith's like, we gonna, who's going to drive us to the track? I'm like, <laughs> Mayor Keith. I'm like, Mayor Keith, I got this. We got We're it. at the Airbnb. Pulled up Don Uber Hot Springs. Don, hey, it's Jason. We're at 407 Your best Springdale buddy. Lane. We're going to the track. You available? He goes, I'll be there in 12 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So the guy pulls up, and we're literally, you know, a mile, mile and a quarter from the track where we are. Yeah. So Don pulls up. He goes, yeah, hey, Jason, what's going on, brother? I got your sheet here. You know, here's my daily picks, everything. (laughs) So I always just give Don a $20 bill every time. He's like, now, when you get ready, you let me know, and I'll be here. So On top of the ride? Like you say, no, no, pay I for did, the ride and then give him a twenty dollar. No, no, bill I just give him a twenty dollar bill. Oh, so so the ride's covered in there. Yeah, and the, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I just pay it's him just cash. a mile and yeah. whatever. It's he not ain't much. going through the app at that point, right? He's yeah. just picking me up. So he's like, dude, when you're ready, he said, you text me, and he drops us off right at the gate. Like I get out, we walk eighteen feet, and we're in the door. Nice. So I go out after, hey Don, we're ready. He goes, all right, be there in eighteen minutes. So we're standing out there. Here he comes, and I give him another $20 bill to take us back. So he, Don made $40. Jason had a secured ride and got a cheat sheet that's usually pretty fucking good to the horse races. Watch nice. it turn out to a point with that cheat sheet. Okay, so just like picture a few years down the road. And let's just say, 
Let's just say he's. Well, let's just say he's not even giving rides anymore. No, but you're still getting that cheat sheet off of him. Hell but yeah. you have to like meet him at a park at Hot Springs, <laughs> and y'all like sit on a park bench, but y'all are both faced opposite ways, <laughs> and it's like, so it's you again, Jason. Hey, and it's Jason just like a, he just leaves the cheat sheet on the bench and then he gets up and walks away. Y'all have a conversation, both facing it like it's gotten so it's embedded. It's gotten so secretive. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm just telling you, and this is not hyperbole. This is not an exaggeration. It's Wednesday night. If we were in Hot Springs at a bar right now and I pulled up Don Uber Hot Springs was like, yo, Don, I'm in town. Me and my buddy's been drinking. Can you pick us up? He'd be like... Where you at? Like, here's the address. I'll be there in 11 minutes. I see. You know, I wonder if this motherfucker shows up. But I wonder if we could just give him like 100 bucks and if he'd just come over and hang out. Sure. Yeah, yeah probably not even have to give him 100 episode. bucks. Yes. Dude, Don is a badass. He's cool as fuck. Yeah. Man, me and Don. Like, we have like a three or four minute chat on the way to the track, but we catch up. Nice. Here's a $100 bill, Don. Just stay here and hang out with us for a few hours. Exactly. Like, uh, Sit down and talk to us. Yeah. Tell us about your travels. I bet Tell he's us about who's going to win. If it's going to be. Uh, Dude, I'm telling you. And gravy Don is like, cups. okay, on your cheat, on, on race seven, you might want to bet this horse. He was first and second the last three weeks. His jockey is hot. He's won like eight races here in the last three weeks. And, you know, the race, this guy scratched, and he goes, on this race seven, you want to bet that. Dude. He Don ain't always right, but he gives me really good analytical quantitative data that I can use to see. You know, maybe that this is, is nice. just the skeptic in me, but I'm also thinking it's like, well, if you've got all this damn information, why are you telling everybody? It's like, do you remember back? No, no, no. Trust me. Do you remember back? When Don during ain't the, driving Uber. He's at the fucking track. Do you remember back <laughs> during the '90s when there was these infomercials on this guy that was wearing like this fucking suit that had all the dollar signs? On it oh, and yeah. the question mark, and he had this book that he was selling. Yeah. I'm like, this is how you make money. Yeah, everybody that's fucking poor is because they hadn't bought this dumb. book and they don't know how to make money. Like, I always get skeptical on any of that stuff. But I mean, if the guy knows his shit, he knows his shit. Yeah, I- I'm sure he knows more than I do. Even just being around the track that much. Dude, look, there's a, there he is at my contacts. Doug, Don, Uber, Hot Springs. Damn. Look. You have a Dude. photo of Don. Uh, uh, I do not. Aww. He's I do not. But, man, Don's probably What's 55. Um, yeah, just put in Don, Uber, Hot Springs. But, dude, Don's cool as fuck. He's like, yeah, yeah, phone I retired down here, and I go play the horses, like, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then I drive Ubers, and then I just... But no, he's and the thing about Don, y'all know me. I won't just travel with any old skank, dude. Don's <laughs> al, Don's always got the yacht rock playing in That's there, right. you know, That's Steely right. Dan going on in there, and he's got his tip sheets, and he treats me right, and I treat Don right, and by God, it's nice to have that person That's in your life. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Can we request a ride? Yeah, but how how do we like just see who's working? I don't think you can, but oh, man. Dude, Uber's the best shit ever. It is pretty cool. I enjoyed it when we were in um when we went to Denver. Well, I mean not really like when we got downtown because now when we got downtown in Denver, we just pretty much what well, hell we were staying right there in the middle of downtown. Everything that we went and did, we just walked over and 
you know, went and did. But, like, when it came to the – it was pretty cool doing that when we got off the airplane at the airport because that's where the airplanes land is at the airport. Yeah, at the airport, yeah. Yeah. And uh, now I got the the Uber app. I'd already had it all set up and all that shit. And now that was pretty cool how that worked at the airport because that was easy as hell. Because I didn't even know from the last time years ago that I got an Uber – Hell, this time it was like, all right, this dude's name is this. This is a picture of him. This is what his car is. It's a blue 20 blah, 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 this and that. And so you know when the dude gets there, and I know I sound like a big old fucking hick now because some people (laughs) use Uber every day of their lives, but it was pretty easy for a person like me that uh, I just figured it out, and they take you where you need to go. And... (laughs) When you are wanting to get Uber, when you are inside of the city, it's different price. Like to go from this place to this place could be this price on this night. Yeah. But tomorrow night to go from our hotel to this same place, it could be like three times the damn price. It's all supply about, and demand, yes, brother. It's all about times and all yeah. about what's going on and what you know. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. But I, I'm not really wired for the big city. I mean, I can get by no, in there. Yeah, I know I'm how to. Either, I know how to get around and and. It get used shit to done, intimidate the hell out of me. I don't really want me, to. But I've I've gotten better now. But oh, I can operate in when airport. I was 18, 20, I'd go to Memphis sometimes, and all my buddies, and we'd just be walking around down there. Ah, man, I, it got pretty sketch sometimes. Yeah, I, we went looking for wizards. Oh yeah, the, the old head shop and yeah. or the head shop that was like back in that day. I mean, nobody was legal around here. Oh, I was like, you there's wizards in fucking Memphis. <laughs> no. What? Did, what? No, did I went miss? looking at Are the head Frazier shop or what? No, well, actually, they're a few blocks from Bill Street, so we thought, yeah, let's walk it. You know? Oh, wrong. No. Idea. Oh, no, 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 bro. No. We drove so down we here got to get us a gravity bong today, man. We, we got about halfway and stopped in one of these little bodegas that's there. And uh, I was like, hey, man, how far is Wizards? And they were all black. And it was like the music stopped. The crickets just came out. Record skips. Like, it was yeah. like, and they all were like laughing hysterically. And they were like, yo. It's hey, man, a, where's the weed shop? It's like a couple blocks down that way, Cheech. And then so we all took off. But they were like... They thought that was funny as shit. I before, mean, our eyes were red. We smelled like pot. They knew. Before we go, I'm going to tell you my Memphis story. So I, I like going to Memphis, like going to Redbirds games, like going down to Bill Street, you know, that kind of shit. Used to go a lot more than I do now, but there was this chick back before I was married, and she lived in Little Rock, but she was from Paragould. And she had a boyfriend, but evidently, he didn't have to know what was she going on. Jason. So she'd call me and be like, hey, I'm coming to town Saturday. Let's go to fucking Memphis. I'd be like, okay, that sounds like a wonderful idea. <laughs> so she'd show up, and usually she'd drive. I don't even think I was 21 yet. I was like 19 or 20. She'd stop in Truman at this liquor store and buy me a 12-pack of beer. So she, I was 20. She was probably 24, 25. So she would drive us to Memphis, and from Truman on, I'd sit there drinking Milwaukee's best light or oh. whatever, you know, and we oh, go yeah. eat 
somewhere, and then we got down to Bill Street. Had a lot of good times. Met Billy Joel one night. Had a lot of good times. But one night, we had to park like a block over from Bill. This was like 93, 94. So she and I are ready to go. So we start, we go off of Bill Street onto one of these side roads that goes over to the next parking lot where we're parked. And you know, you get ever get that feeling where like somebody's following you? Oh, yeah. Like something, my antenna's up. Something sketch is going on. Oh, yeah. So we're walking. Bill Street's packed. We turn on this side road. It's just us. Right? Yeah. So we're walking, and evidently she felt it too because she grabbed my hand. And I was like, oh, oh, hello there. You have, but you have a boyfriend. Hello so, there. You have a boyfriend. I'm kind of scared too. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's, I, I feel this guy following us. So I'm like, we're, let's, hey, let's go. I feel then, I feel the need to take action. The prima alpha male, like, I got to take care of this bitch kicks in. Yeah. Even though I'm 20 years old. So you turned around. So I turned to her and said, hey, let's go back to Bill Street and grab another beer. So we turn around, and there's this six-foot-three dude there with a hoodie on. He's like, yo, can I get $7 to get into the mission tonight? I'm like, dude, uh, I don't have any cash on me. Lie. We're heading back to Bill Street. Man, you think I want to hurt you or something. I just want $7. I'm like, and the whole time she's like, I'm like, man. I don't got $7. I'm going back to Bill Street to get another beer. Man, why you got to be that away, he says. I'm like, I ain't being no way. Well, they we must, got, they must be giving beers go. out for free on Bill Street if you ain't got $7. That was right. his opinion. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, I got out of that situation. I survived. You know, I'm here to tell about it. But, I'm uh, here to tell about <laughs> I mean, you know, you can get you can get caught in some caught in some weird situations. They used to have a joke at work about that girl. They'd be like, "Oh, you gonna leave the light on for tonight? <laughs> get it? You gonna leave the light on for?" Here's the thing: this was back in like '93, '94, where all you had was ganky ass like cell phones, and she would head back to Little Rock and be like, "I'd be like, hey, call me when you get to like Jacksonville." North Little Rock. Let me know you're cool. So she dropped me off. Sometimes she'd spend the weekend. She'd drop me off, and she'd call me at like 1230 in the morning. Hey, I'm just sitting here in North Little Rock. I'm almost home. Free nights and weekends. Yeah. I'm sure. So, yeah. yeah, free nights and weekends. So, anyway. Nice. She took me to the 616 one night. Do y'all ever remember the six? Do y'all remember the 616? Where's that? No. It was in early 90s when the big goth thing was in. Ooh. And it was one of these bars that you went in and it had chain link fences. Ooh. Like people in like leather dancing on like Ecstasy. little round stages like and shit. From Rodgers and Keefs in there. Definitely not my vibe. Yeah. I went there one time. I was like, this is fucking weird. Where's felt, the Garth Brooks? I felt uncomfortable in the bathroom. Um, you know, there was they had Bob wire and chain link fence in the urinal. Jason's mumbling. Looks like they've turned the Longhorn into a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I'm just so anyway. Yeah, that, that's this disco is very strange to my ears. I have lived many lives and enjoyed everyone. Good night, everyone. Happy Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. 